Welcome in to another edition of Sweet Tea Fantasy. This here is Tuck, and that over there is Thurston. How you doing, good old brother? Well, kind of exhausted, but I guess I'm ready to do this. Well, what you so exhausted about, Thurston? Well, I tell you, I'm going to go ahead and make a couple excuses for my coming performance on this here podcast. Number one, uh, my meeting with Miss uh, Next Gen was put on delay because she had to do her hair. So, uh, number one, I'm not going to have any newfangled, fancy uh, statistical category thoughts for you because uh, she wasn't able to see me this week. She is, you know, next in line to be Jen. The other reason... My great-uncle Gertie has been putting the work on me, okay? He's kind of getting a little bit older. He's kind of struggled a little bit. So he's making me buck all every bit of his wheat, and it is not easy work, my friend. Oh, uh, buck wheat is the worst. Having to buck wheat. It is awful. <laughs> my heart uh, is tore up. <laughs> Your hide anyway. score up. I don't know well, if it's you're fucking wheat right. Huh? <laughs> well, you teach me some new ways. Maybe I'll figure that out. But I am plump. But I'm here for you. Let's get to it. Well, as I always do, except for last week, uh, I, I'll give you give these guys a little intro to you know to what what y'all out there are getting yourself into for the next you know ten to seventy minutes, depending on how we feel. Uh, each season, Thurston and me, we pick us a fantasy football league to follow all season long, and without bias and without remorse, be rated and its owners mercilessly. And uh, this year's target is the old uh, Skywalker Dynasty League and good old Campbellsville, Kentucky. Uh, that about sums it up, wouldn't you say, Thurston? Does anybody else ask the question why they called Skywalker Dynasty and then they put all their team names based on a sitcom? It's plum ignorant. <laughs> well, as we found during the season, uh, these ain't the brightest people in the bunch. Oh, boy. You know, I, th- I think that should be about 12th or 13th on the list of questions uh, next time we get to talk to these commissioners. And, you know, maybe, I don't reckon. I don't reckon Mark Hamill has ever been on a sitcom. That's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about it. Uh, I don't know. Is Batman the animated series is that a sitcom? Now you tell me. You the one setting all the rules <laughs> for it. Well, I think this is a nice weekly segment we can start getting into is, is that a sitcom? Oh, bro. So, <laughs> all right, well, we got lots to get through, so we'll we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll move on from that. But uh, Don't they so, call it tabling? Call what tabling? Whenever you decide to not talk about something yet, you do it later. It's tabling. I, I learned that. Tabling. It was my, my word of the week. I always thought of it as building a table. You know, oh, you build a fence, you build a fence called fencing. You build a table, it's called tabling. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, I think you're talking about procrastinating. Maybe that's it. Yeah. So, um, now, th- 
this may be surprising to hear, Thurston, but um, I, I've got something I want to say up top here. Right. And, and that something is that uh, I don't have anything to say at all. Uh, and I know that's going to rub our listeners the wrong way. You know, I know they've been sitting down in their nice, comfy chairs listening to this here podcast. You know, and I know some people listen to podcasts while they're exercising, but uh, our stats from Next Gen, uh, they show that our own personal listeners are at the bottom 1% when it comes to daily activity. You know, so so they're over there sitting in their nice, comfy chairs and recliners turning on this here podcast, and they've got used to routine. You know, they're used to good old Tuck going off on, on one of his famous rants to start the show, followed by Thurston mocking and berating some of these fools for their weekly performances, followed once again by me going over the transactions from the week. Well, guess what, fellas? That monologue that you've become so accustomed to hearing, it ain't happening this week. Yep, that's right. The, those beautiful five minutes of hearing me in your ear holes, you're going to have to replace that with some other pr- more productive activity, uh, like heating up some pizza rolls, grabbing you a nice cold ski to slurp down, Hey, hey, Thurston, do, do we get paid any time we say any products at all? Right. <laughs> so we do? Is that I what I'm... <laughs> okay. Well, good. Uh, McDonald's, Burger King, Sprite, Ruffles, Dunkaroos, Popeyes, Dunkin' Donuts, Pillsbury Doughboy, uh, Phil Collins, Kobe Bryant, Tim Linscum, Sasquatch. All right. So I think I got us a pretty good amount of money there, Thurston. So how how much does Kobe Bryant owe us, you reckon? <laughs> I think 10% of his career earnings. Yeah, boy. That's... I mentioned Mark Hamill earlier, I reckon. Oh, that, that was a good one. He's getting all them uh, Star Wars residual checks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, uh, back to me not ranting. Um, so, yes. so you get all these things I just mentioned. Then you sit right back down in your chairs and, and recliners that our advanced analytics team, which is next gen, uh, they know that you're want to do because old Tuck ain't here to take up your sweet, sweet time. You know, this is the Sweet Tea podcast, but it sure ain't the Tuck is here to take up your sweet, sweet time podcast. You know, so, so having said that so short speech that uh, didn't take up nobody's precious and dear time. Uh, I think it's time to move on and, and, and get to those matchups because in the long run, ain't that what we're all here for? Those beautiful, beautiful matchups. I'm here uh, for that mocking and berating. Oh, well, well for sure. I, I say the beautiful, beautiful matchups, but I just mean the mocking and berating of those matchups. But, uh, what, what? Oh, well, well, first off, we're about to make us some more of that, that glorious dough, and uh, I keep hearing people talk so fondly about. Uh, so uh, you got a re- ad read there for us, Thurston? Yeah, well, mm, kind of, yeah, sort of not, really. What happened was <laughs> I was out working, and the sheet that I had gotten with a read on it kind of fell out the po- the pocket there, and some pigeons dropped their mess on it, if you follow my meaning. So I'm going to have to just make it up a little bit. But today's sponsor of the show is Wing It. Anytime you got the wondering, some kind of scientific experiment where you want to see if a certain object is able to fly or not, 
you just wing it. You take these two great wings, you, you come up to the store, and we will take your item, put wings on both sides of it, and we will encourage you to roll on over to the cliff, toss that sucker over, and see if it can fly or not. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But other thing you can do, if you reckon something won't fly, like maybe a microwave, but you really want to get rid of that sucker, you take it over to wing it. They put wings on the side. You toss it down off that cliff, and you can say, sayonara, boy, and get rid of that old joker. Now, it is not normally used against people. They kind of charge a whole lot more for that. But for normal objects, cars, pigeons, whatever, what have you, bring it on over to wing it, and they will throw it off that cliff for you. You need to visit. Here's a website for you. You ready? Oh, it let's do it. Wango slash uh-uh backslash oive underscore 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 greatdeal.com. Don't get any bit of that wrong or misspell it, or you'll probably end up in the wrong place. Uh, that, that's a good business model. You know, when you make your website, is put as many letters and weird characters into it, and, you know, that way you make sure only the people that want this product are getting to your your website and there's that one little piece of english it's got the little dot and under it there's a little kind of other dot that's a little squiggly there's some of those sprinkled in there sometime but i don't remember what they's called so i just left those out you know i would try to help you out there thurston but i don't have any idea what you're talking about right so i will not be helping you out on this one all right but since we got our paycheck from that one we're going to dive right in uh, with the battle between the birds of war and the chickens don't clap. Now, birds of war, about time, fellas. This was about <laughs> stinking time. You come out and scored some points, and you won you a game. I have here in my notes, it's written on shoe leather, I, I believe. It says, finally, dot, 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 finally. Can you breathe with me? Can you relax, Birds of War? You finally won something. You've been scoring points, but you ain't been winning. You've been just wasting all these good games. I don't know why y'all do that. You finally reached to get over that hump, and now just make sure you don't fall to your death on the other side because that really is normally what happens when you cross the other side. Anyhow. Well, it's a good thing they're uh, birds. Good point. Yeah, you can just keep on flapping. So I, I think in this matchup the better team did win it, uh, but it was they've been really disappointing to get to this point. But uh, I think they have good things on the horizon if they can play the right folks, make some good deals and transactions, they can win them some games. Now thinking about the chickens don't clap, I think I might have jinxed you, fellers. I would apologize, but I don't like you too much. You don't seem like you're really good at your job, so. I mentioned last week you won five games in a row. That's no more. You got the big whooping this week. Uh, Y'all's big new additions are kind of a disaster, if you notice. You brought in Mark Ingram, Julian Edelman, and they did not get it done for you. You continue to trust in those Tennessee Titans at least halfway, which is very unwise. You finally sent Marcus Mariota, which, God bless you, you figured it out. But I don't know if you realize Corey Davis – I reckon that young feller's retired. He don't even score points no more. Is he on the field? They even throw the ball to that feller? You better figure that now. 
those those are all good points, Thurston. Um, I what I thought was interesting about this matchup was that they're both birds, and chickens. I don't think they got a chance against birds of war. You know what I'm saying? Those birds are trained for a for a battle, and these chickens they don't even clap. They don't clap. I guess they're not chicken fighting chickens. They normal everyday chickens. Uh, apparently, because they got their butt whooped. You know these birds of war. They might actually be chickens. Oh, it's undisclosed. So you think they might be chickens of war? Could be, but I bet you they do clap because they won this one. Well, they sure is clapping now. That's what I'm saying. Well, moving right along, I don't know if you noticed this, Tug. Did you notice that the top four teams in this league all lost last week? Oh, every, I, I sure did not. Every one of the top four teams lost, and none of them surprised me more than this one, the Pop-Up Pop-Tart. And that name kind of works because they are popping up. They're getting it going. They dropped a big 181 and put down everyone's favorite Newport Never Nudes. Who scored 149 more on them in a second. Uh, but, yeah, pop up. Y'all shocked me. You're back. Well, I mean, you're here. You showed up. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> you are, in fact, alive. I think your comatose nature has passed. They are up off of the bed. Um, folks, they're coming for you. And I got to say, Marlon Mack is the truth. There ain't no chance that he's more like someone like Nick Chubb, Alex Collins, Alex Crowell, Ben Tate, maybe a Christine Michael. He ain't one of these one-hit wonder kind of fellers. He's going to be the feller who gets it done. He's the truth. He's the Paul Pierce of football. Ride him. Ride him. And by the way, he even talked Derrick Henry into scoring a touchdown this week. Marlon Mack or the Pop-Tart owner? Marlon Mack talked him into it. He's the star of the week. He gets the credit. <laughs> all boats lift all tides or something like that. Right? And I just want to congratulate Pop-Up Pop-Tart for scoring the most points in the – no, actually he didn't. He failed by three points. Too bad, Pop-Up. Oh, they didn't get the – the most points of the week or nothing? They, they sure did not score the most. They do not get five buckaroos. They just get feel a little bit better that the team ain't dead. But Newport Never Nudes, over to you. I tell you, um, well, you peaked too early. My theory from early in the year that you might be peaking too early is proven true. There's no way this will be discounted as a very small sample size. I got to tell you, Zeke sucks. Uh, Melvin Gordon's toast. I reckon he's done. Alfred Blue is now every shade of violet. That means he's bruised up. Uh, I'm telling you, burn it down. You've lost it. It's over. Your peak is past. Throw it down the drain, boy. Start over. You've lost it. I thought it was funny there that you you talked about Alfred Blue. And most people when they're bruised to talk about being blue already but you were like no no his name's alfred blue we got to use a different color that's too obvious well i reckon it was <laughs> i gotta make it work for every man okay well 
you know, the, these Newport and Evernudes, you give them ace advice every week. They follow that advice. So what advice you got for them this week? Go win a game. There you have it. Now let's see if they follow that advice. If they do, they'll be happier about it. Yeah, anyway. I, think, I think if they go win a game, they will come out victorious. So I'm going to look over. That was some detailed analysis. So I'm going to look over here at a big stomp down. Uh, Scranton Stranglers come out and win. All right. They win by 62 points. And sad to say, they're still the bottom team in the league. But they did win. They score 161. They defeat the Domain Master, 161-99. Scranton Stranglers, normally quarterbacks score the most points. I see you only combined your quarterbacks for seven, and that was Lamar Jackson, who don't even start. And then your backup, well, not even a backup quarterback, your super flex spot uh, was a guy named – Ito, 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 anyway, that's running back, I reckon, little dude, he didn't do much for you, but he started, that's normally where you start a quarterback, just saying, Uh, I was very happy for him, they were not scared of that vaunted Jags defense, they actually outscored that defense by 30 with their own, and here's an exclusive. You ready? I did dig deep and get a quote from Mr. Todd Gurley. You ready for this quote, Tuck? Oh, man, you, you're you just a regular old journalist now. I'm doing my work this week, even though I'm exhausted and sore. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, this was his quote from Todd Gurley talking to his Scranton Strangler teammates. Boys, score points this week, or I'm going to Lev Bell all over you. Sound like they took him serious. Uh, something I'm a little bit scared of in this league is, uh, you know, those teams at the bottom, they ain't got that much chance of making the playoffs. I think somebody should tell them about tanking. Do you know about tanking? Uh, isn't that where those magicians put themselves in the case and sometimes they drown with it? Well, not exactly. And and some people might think it's building a tank, you know, like Tablin's building a table, Vincent's building a fence. Right. I'm, I mean, tanking is building a, building a tank, but, you know, words that have different meanings sometimes. So th- so this tanking, that means you lose on purpose so you get a better draft pick at the beginning of the next year. And the, well, that, these, guys, these guys are winning. That don't sound awfully moral to do, though. Ain't the point to win? Yeah, but if you ain't got much chance to hit the playoffs – it's all about the process, Thurston. But if you think about this, the bottom teams are a winning, the top teams are a losing. Eventually, they're going to flip. Well, maybe the top teams, they have heard of tanking, and they're like, I want that number one draft pick next year. Well, that's a good call by them. Yeah, I think they all made the right call by losing. All right, so I got some good and some bad for the domain master. What do you want to hear first, Tuck? Uh, you've got some good for the domain master. I actually do. <laughs> well, you I would it? love to hear that because, well, the good is that everyone in their starting lineup actually scored points this week. That ain't happened for some time. 
that don't bode well for Domain Master, but at least they're looking up, I guess. So there ain't no bad news then. No, the bad, the, the bad news is that they once again scored below 100, and this makes the third out of four weeks they've been the lowest scoring team in the whole league. Ooh, and once again, their best running back is out for the year again. Blau Powell is done. Uh, Cam Newton, Drew Brees are just not going to be enough to carry this team very far. There ain't no running backs. They're running out of wide receivers too. Uh, and without Blau Powell to handle that running back workload, and Rex Burkhead's dead already, I'm telling you, it's down to blunt. Well, it's fortunate that they do have eight tight ends, though, right? Well, it's fortunate they have eight tight ends and also fortunate that they ain't willing to make a trade or talk trade with nobody else, no matter what the offer is. Uh, this guy, he says he's the domain master. Uh, I don't think so. I tell you what, he's still got a chance for the playoffs. I think he's one game below 50. So, if he gets out there and plays, he's got a chance. Yeah, that's some awful good advice for him, too, Thurston. Thurston, uh, just go out there and play. So, anyhow, play uh, please play it. Win sometime. Should we go ahead and update him? Uh, he is still the only member of the Hall of Shame. Uh, no moves, as you alluded to. Uh, in fact, he's got two open roster spots right now. He could just fill up with, you know, anybody. But he's taking a hard stance against that. So You know, I reckon I made a notion to him last week. Hey, feller, why don't you fill them roster spots? And, you know, you don't hear back. You, what can you say? So, Thurston, you did that? You reached hmm? out to the domain master? Maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. I did on here, didn't I? <laughs> on this very podcast, didn't I? Say oh, that's true. That's, Feller, that's you right. got two. You got two open spots. <laughs> that tracks. I reckon I did. Yeah, you didn't make any slip of the tongue. Gosh, dang it! <laughs> but anyhow, yeah, let's move on. Anyhow, we're gonna go on and talk about some other embarrassing game. Uh, the Vandalay Industries. Well done on you. Uh, you took down the team that cannot be named, 169 to 101. Good job to the team that can't be named for breaking triple digits. Always better. Uh, but Vandalay, I kind of made fun of you a little, saying, you're going downhill. And now they turn it around. They get another win. Uh, they're off the slide. They got the win. Uh, they really stepped up. And let me just tell you, folks, it is about time for Chris Ivory. Have you seen him doing his magic? The boy's a good player. Folks, get your popcorn ready. The show's about to start. Is there a, is there a football player named Ebony? He can get on the team. Uh, isn't that the tight end for the Colts? <laughs> I was about to make that joke. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Eric Ebony. So, Ebony and Ivory, just go add that dude. You know, we make fun of people who have tied, too many tight ends on the show, but just for their comic purposes, that would be worth it, I think. I think so, too. All right, so moving on now. So are you ready to, to do what you got to do? Uh, yeah, let me, let me cue it up here. So it's officially time for our segment, Change Your Dang Teen Name, What in the World Are You Doing? And uh, this week, our uh, sitcom, you know, that we 
for y'all ain't listening before we propose team names within the the league's rules for this team that cannot be named, which is named something we can't say because they don't have a sitcom theme team name, right? That's right. Okay, so you got it. All right, did I already say the sitcom this week's gonna be The Office? You didn't, but you just did. Okay, and uh, just a caveat to you, Thurston. Don't you dare do any British references here on God's perfected green earth known as America, the great U.S. of A. You know, I don't care well, if that show originated over overseas. Uh, there's only one office we're going to be talking about today. Well, Ricky Jervis is a big purpose, so I ain't watching him anyway. All right, well, you just referenced the British <laughs> TV <laughs> I'm going to look past that, though, Thurston. So you go ahead and start it off uh, and do it a little bit better than you just did. All right. So uh, the team that can't be named, we're talking The Office. We're going to start right with uh, Dwight Schrute. We're going to go with Clements Beat Farm because I reckon out of everybody on that team, Clement sounds the most like a Dwight Schrute. Um, <laughs> that sounds Nard- like a bit of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my back. I got a list here. Let me get through it. The Nard Hogan. And that's a play on Hogan, but I pronounce his name funny for the Nard Hog. All right. Uh, Scrantonicity. That one's simple, but beloved. I like Hold it. on a second before you continue with that list. Yeah. So you're taking Nard Dog, you're changing it to Nard Hog, and then you're changing Chris Hogan. To Chris Hogan, so you can do the Nard Hoggins. Yeah, you pretty much nailed it. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. Sounds but like you pronounce you, you you spell it on the list H O G dash A N. That makes it different. Okay, the Nard so then, Hoggin. Then we're back to Nard Hog, which makes you think immediately of Nard Dog. Right. Okay, we're still there. All right. Um. The fire hair guy. That's reference to, you know, starting the fire <laughs> and also Andy Dalton's a starting quarterback. <laughs> uh, rabies awareness. Not really much to do with football there, but I like it. Uh, okay, back back to the fire guy. Uh, Ryan Grant started the fire. Oh, we got some, some unity there. <laughs> I had that too. Uh, I thought, we got. I thought I was going to dunk on you after your awful, awful fire reference the first time. I was like, "Oh, fire hair guy's better." <laughs> it ain't. That's a second. That's the second best one I've said so far. <laughs> not a high, not a high list of top there. What are you berating me mercilessly for? <laughs> I ain't in the league. Anyhow, if I can get on with my list, uh, read thoughts. You got to trade for Jordan Reed. And listen to his thoughts. Uh, Grant from Grant Refrigeration. That's the best I had. Sorry, nothing wrong with Vance. Did the best I could. <laughs> and then the last I got is Threat Level Meredith. Threat Level Midnight is a great episode, but Threat Level Meredith. That, that All right, you're up. You're up, and I will sit calmly by and act <laughs> like I like your list. Well, you ain't going to have to act like it because – I got a top-notch list. 
And uh, I just we'll roll with that. I just thought of one. You could probably just pick up Lance Kendricks and do Lance, uh, Lance Refrigeration instead of Lance Kendricks. Probably on the on the waivers. But anyway, so my first one was the you know, Flonkerton Gold Medalist. You get a gold medal in Flonkerton. I remember. Uh, Cross Tots instead of Scott's Tots. He's got Tyler Croft on his team. That's where that comes from. Uh, I just went straight threat level midnight. That's like a cool team name uh, and a direct reference to the show. <laughs> but while missing the reference to football, but yeah, you roll on. Okay. <laughs> threat level midnight's just a cool team name. Threat level Meredith. <laughs> it's worse. We'll hear from our listeners. We'll figure it. Roll on uh, with it. it. Hashtag threat level Meredith. If you like uh, Thurston's team name better, hashtag Tuck was right. If you think I was right, what the heck kind of field work is that? <laughs> These young uh, millennials—they're doing all the hashtags and the haberdasheries and all that. Is so. that something you put behind your ear? Uh, I don't actually know, but I've heard people say that before, so. All right. <laughs> All right, next up I got the Todd Packers. Uh, I'm awful proud of myself for that one, because not only is Todd Packer a man on the show, the Packers are an actual football team. So, if you don't like Threat Level Midnight, which is a beautiful football team name, go with the Todd Packers. Uh. The Electric City Dundies. There's no football reference there, but that sounds like a team name, and it's sitcom related. Uh, the Tiny Dundies. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. And you, and to show it's beats like B E E T S, but if you want it to be, you know, if you're a stickler like Thurston over there, and it's got to be football related, even though. So many of the team names in this league are not football related, but they're just sitcom related. I feel like you're silently judging me over there, Thurston. I I feel like I just came up with another one that's better than any of these. Well, go ahead and all right, Mister Smarty Pants. Let's hear what your beautiful, wonderful team name is. Hillary Swank is hot. Oh. Oh, that is so related to football, Thurston. Don't be Did jealous. You hang up you, on me. Don't be jealous that you can't come up with an hard <laughs> hog. In. All right, I'm going to just <laughs> blow through these last two. Uh, world's best team owner, which he should not na- change his name to because he is not the world's best team owner because he has not changed his team name yet. Uh, and then on the flippity flip, and that's it. All right, now that you're done, how about my real other one? Trade for Mike Evans and say prison Mike Evans. Anyway, okay. <laughs> hey, that is got, the best one you come up with. We've spent way too much time on that team that can't be named anyhow, so let's just move on. He ain't listening. Um. Okay, so here's our real top score of the week. We got Pivot. 
dropping 184. Very nice performance coming in and putting a smack to the friend zone at 129. Now, Pivot was our high score. Great job. You are a new winner. You ain't done that before. And I'm going to go ahead and say this is the new official leader of the Tea Party movement. They got tons of tight ends on the roster, and they actually win a game. Uh, they had Austin Hooper, David Njoku, Trey Burton, Travis Kelsey, all in their starting lineup and combined for 55 points. See oh, you, Domain Master. Bye-bye. You're no longer. Right. He's, he's done maybe even kicked out, I think. <laughs> and we're going to ignore the fact that Manny Sanders, as a wide receiver, too, on his own team, basically come through with about half that many points on his own, and we're still going to act like them tight end points was pretty good. Uh, so a great week by him. He would have beat anybody. Um, if I was him, I might run off right now and just take my cash. Say, give me my five biggins and just be gone. Like, you finally hit something in Vegas and you just walk right out the door like you're done with it. Might be a good chance for that. Uh, now the friend zone. You guys have been falling from grace. Let me say it's not looking pretty right now. You now stand a mere one point away from being in the very last place. Uh, your whole bench was, if you notice, filled with zeros. You only had eight points scored off your bench. Well, whoo, boy, it's looking bad. You wasted a great, probably best game of his life, Kareem Hunt moment. You wasted a great Rams defense game. You, you wasted a great Peyton Barber game. He scored three points. That's about as good as he ever does. I'm telling you, you, you need to try to motivate and get them rolling all in the same zone because if half your team's going out and getting high before and the other half's working hard, probably ain't going to win. Time marches on and your losses do too. Tracy Lawrence. Who? He thinks time marches on. When? <laughs> Mid to late 90s probably. Something about Daddy being buried under the sycamore tree? Uh, maybe. They listen to some Hank Williams. All right. Well, anyhow, <laughs> last game of the week. This is just falling right in line with the bad teams beating the good teams. Festivus Feats puts down 153, beats down the Pip Pip, the Doodly Doo, who's kind of on a slide right now. Uh, they scored the 119. This was a big-time revenge game. For Sony Michelle, he just got traded from the feats to the pit pit, comes out, scores three points, and then pretends like he's hurt and gets off the field. That's kind of embarrassing. Well, uh, he's probably got some friends still on the feats. You know, he's like, you know, I'm mad at the management, but, you know, you guys, you guys are having an awful, awful year, and I would like you guys to, you know, at least win one game. So, oh, fake my injury. I think that's what that was about. Well, at least win one game. They've won three. They ain't the bottom feeders. Anyhow. They had it, only won two, though. It sounds like what you're telling me is that revenge games can work both ways and are kind of a crutch argument and not really good for fantasy analysis. Is that what you're saying? No. I think they're great. <laughs> I'm just saying there's one instance. <laughs> Sony Michelle. He's got a soft heart. 
and soft hates, knees. Soft hates, knees. Hates the pip pip the doodly do's uh, team name. Like I can't believe I got traded to this team, and I am going to sabotage this effort. Right. But most times, yes, the revenge games work every time. So I don't know. Somehow, uh, finally, and this might be the first time all year, Mister Patrick Mahomes finally had a good game. Did you see it? I mean, he he actually did. He win his matchup. He did. He won it by like twenty. I looked there at the stats and said, "My boys, he's finally playing." You told your boys that. Consider consider this. All six of them. Consider this. These teams, and I, I'm going to have to dance on your next coming segment for a second. Is that all right? Uh, I'll allow it. All right, good. Because if not, I really had nothing else to say about this matchup. <laughs> oh, you know what? Then no. Right after this matchup, we had we had during this matchup a Trubisky versus Bortles matchup, and Trubisky beats them by thirty. And then right after this game, what do these two goofy owners do? They swap them back and forth. You say, well, why in the world your boy won by 30 and you're trading for the guy that just got killed? Why would you do it? And at the same time, LaShawn McCoy and Duke Johnson were both awful in this game, and they traded them back and forth too. If you're sitting there seeing a guy on the field across from you and he looks like he's falling in a ditch and cannot move, then you trade for the boy? I think they both be acting a little bit brain dead. <laughs> you think both of them do? Even the guy that traded away the brain dead guy? No, the owner, the pit pip, the team owners were the brain deads because you, you see Duke Johnson over stinking and then you say, I want that boy on my team. Does that make sense? Unless they're thinking of uh, tanking? Was that what you said? Yeah, I think they might be building a little tank. Oh, oh, the other the other meaning of it. Yeah, they they might. Uh, yeah, they might be trying to lose. That's just a real weird thing. Because when I'm eating, I ain't building eats. No, it's only when it was previously a noun. You know, eat isn't a noun. It's always you a bird. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll, now I'll, as a person, place, or thing, or idea, I think maybe. I think they included the idea after all my schoolings, but, but yeah. I just, so, I just, I'm scratching my head. You might as well go on because I got nothing else to say there. You done left me in the dust. Well, I think we're just gonna keep this lesson going until you get it. So, like, an eat ain't a thing, is it? I do it all the time. <laughs> All right, we are going to move on. I don't think you're ever going to get this. Well, anyway, you got a segment to handle on your own. I've done my business. Oh, you're done with yours? All right. Well, That's it. Um, I didn't tell you about this, Thurston, but but we got a major, major change in our second ad this week. Oh, and, boys. Uh, we're really excited to bring, bring these guys on board. So, you know, do you lo- listeners love the sweet? smooth taste of the greatest drink ever been called ski but you don't like all them pesky calories oh boy do i have the drink for you diet ski 
the copy here says to share a personal story about the product at this point. So uh, here goes. Uh, I don't like diet ski as much as the most perfect drink in the world, but when I've got the rumblies in my tummy and I want them bad boys to go away, why, I grab me a diet ski because it makes me burp better than any other drink. So that's a hot tip from your friend Tuck. Diet ski has less calories than ski and it also makes you burp. Uh, and it says, diet ski, it's ski-licious. That was well done. Well, thank you. I read it directly as they sent it to me so we could get that sweet, sweet cash. So, all right, so next up, I guess you guys are wanting to hear a little bit about the transactions. Uh, so our Money Bags of the Week award this week is kind of lame. Uh, Birds of War spent $7 on the Pittsburgh defense. That's completely reasonable. So uh, listen up, Skywalker Dynasty players. Spend more money. You know, it's not that hard of a thing to do. You know, you throw out your cash like it's 1999 and you believe Y2K is going to end the world. Pretend it's 2010 and you're practicing Mayan. You can't take it with you. Hey, guess what? It's 1914, you're in Europe, and the Great War is about to end everybody's good time. Spend it. You know, I don't want this segment getting boring, you know, each and every week. So let's spice it up, you dollies. That's Buy cool. something. That's right. You know, last week somebody spent $50 on Raheem Mostert. Who's that? Raheem Mostert. Right. All right, so we got a lot of trades to get to this week. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read the trades, and then I'm going to give a one-word review of the trade. So, so for example, Festivus Feats. Uh, let me see if I'm reading this right. So they traded Amari Cooper and a 14th round pick to the Chickens Don't Clap for, am I doing it right? <laughs> for Darius, guys, and a 12th round pick. So, let me do it a different way. So, Festive Seats, they get Darius Guys, they get a 12th round pick, Chickens Don't Clap, they get a 14th round pick, and Amari Cooper. Uh, so, here's my one word review Dumb. All right. So, Pip Pip, the doodly doodly do, they get, I mean, you already talked about this. You didn't mention that there's some picks thrown in there. So,. Pit Pits, they got Duke and Trubisky, and they got 15th round pick and a 17th round pick. And old Feats, they got uh, Blake Bortles, uh, Sean McCoy, a 9th round pick, and a 13th round pick. Awful. I think what you mean instead of LaShawn McCoy is that they got the casket of LaShawn McCoy. Yes, they got the. I'm sorry, I did. Miss that in front of the word LaShawn. The casket of LaShawn McCoy. So thank you for that clarification there, Thurston. Body has been installed. <laughs> Body not included. Which is the opposite okay. of what you said, but batteries right. aren't included. So that's where that came from. All right. So the friend zone. Oh, this is a great trade. The friend zone. Uh, Michael Gallup and 11th round pick is what they get. Chickens don't clap. They get an 11th round pick and Jimmy Graham. 
I'm glad we threw can those. You, glad we threw those eleventh round picks in there, guys. Uh, can you explain to me why the eleventh round picks? Well, I heard, and by heard I mean I read it explicitly, because I can see all you guys' texts and all that good, good stuff. But uh, I heard that's the way the friend zone uh, submitted it to the chickens don't clap. And so that's just how it happened. I don't. There weren't. There was not any expl- explanation on that one. So, all right. Someone thought it'd be kind of cute and or funny. I reckon. And they were right. I'm laughing at them right now. <laughs> Get that mule out of there, Thurston. I'm trying. He's a big one. <laughs> uh, did we talk about the basically James Connor for? Christian McCaffrey trade on here. Who even members? I hardly listen while you're talking. Me either. So let's uh Chester Rogers, uh this is another trade between the friend zones, chickens don't clap. I I did do this because I made a joke about the trade all dang teams. Yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't give my one word review to the friend zone chickens don't clap. Uh bad. So, it's that diet ski. <laughs> you gave the mule a diet ski. <laughs> All right, Thurston. Well, I think that about does it for our show. Um, you know, I'm glad. You know, we had to do this on a Friday because you were so. Oh, I'd like to give your performance a one-word review. Um, eh, two words. Not good. Uh, you were right. You were very tired. <laughs> well, I got one from you that I picked, up from, uh, I picked it up from my word of the week about a month back, and I still remembered it. It was uninspired. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Thurston. That's the nice thing you ever said to me. Well, let's get out of here. Come on. <laughs> well, the good thing is, you know, we usually record these on Thursdays and on Fridays. Well, the good thing is the listeners don't listen to it on their lunch breaks on Fridays. And this is being recorded after everybody's lunch breaks. So it's a good thing that's not going to affect anything. And everybody's going to be able to hear this, you know, just the way they like to. So Right on. <laughs> So, uh, you got anything to say? Why don't you end it there? I'm Well, I mean, I was about ready to be done talking. I got some more work I got to get done with this wheat, if you don't mind. I do work sometimes on Fridays, even though you once told them I didn't. It was lying. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll uh, bid a farewell. Well, hashtag Tuck was right. See y'all later. <laughs>